Travis. Bacchus. And your boy Tony back at it again with another episode of DGens Win Championships. We got the meats. <sighs> I feel like I feel like Arby's, dude. Dude, I no one feels meats. like Arby's. You don't feel like a fucking beef and cheddar some days? No, I, f- I feel I feel physically like one, but not like I want to eat. Oh no, no no I I did not I did not mean I want to eat Arby's. <laughs> oh dude, I thought that's, you were like, I'm not feeling some Arby's. I was like I have never heard someone say that. No, in my life. <laughs> no. The Arby's is low key heat. Oh, I, I knew, would not. I knew if anybody I knew in my life liked Arby's, it was going to be Travis. I don't know why he just has Arby's energy. I will agree that, uh, you know, sometimes I, you know, get tired of other fast food and I get Arby's and I regret it upon it touching my lips. Dude, I just, I just never, I I think I've been to Arby's one time in my life because my friend's dad was like, let's go get some food. And he fucking, we rolled up and just, was he divorced? Huh? No, no. Oh, Arby's is big divorce dad energy, dude. (laughs) No, it's not. It it, I was gonna say, like, what does that mean? It's sad as fuck. <laughs> it's just, no, it's man. just a sad meal that you get as like a man. I don't know, going through like a midlife crisis. It is like absurd. Like, if you get the biggest beef and cheddar available, oh my god, that motherfucker is huge. It is inedible. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, like... And it's not because of the size that it's inedible. It's because of, a, uh, you know, it just is. I will straight up, like, four times a week get gas station sandwiches, but I won't go to Arby's. Dude, gas station food in 2022? Slaps. Oh, dude, it's, it's, it's amazing. amazing. I love gas station egg sandwiches. Just egg? Well, not just egg, egg and whatever okay. meat I'm feeling on whatever kind of bun I'm feeling. Probably, Bacchus is right. Probably some it's 2022. Curds up there, we right? got a. Uh, they put that shit on everything, right? Uh no. Uh, Culver's did have a Curter burger for a day, though. It was a full <laughs> patty of cheese curd. I wonder if the Curter sounding like murder was intentional. Because I'm pretty sure that's what that would do to you. I think it was like trying to be more like burger. <laughs> I don't know, dude. No. It, it was a one day only thing. And and it, it was all too uh, backed up in line because people were trying to get them. I did not, unfortunately. Damn. Dude, if you like gas station food, you missed out on growing up in the South. Because like you, you no, see a gas dude. station... That looks I like think a farmhouse. You're really underestimating Midwest gas stations. No, I'm no, not. I've ne- I never <laughs> underestimated anything out of the Midwest. Uh, you know why it's called the Midwest? Because it's mid. Yeah, except the gas stations, dude. The football. Mid. The gas station food. Mid. All right. You're right about the football. I will fight you <laughs> over the gas station food, though. <laughs> Dude, Tony, I'm, you've I'm, never been in the South. <laughs> I, I lived in South Carolina for a year. Does not count. Ooh, it's God, a weird anomaly. Dude. Tennessee and North Carolina, despite being further north, are more southern. Yeah. South Carolina is strange. 
the northwest part of South Carolina is is about Appalachian American as fuck. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna debate geography to the point where you start having a southern accent again. So, hmm. Travis, when the the southern accent just randomly busts out and he starts talking about the south, it happens sometimes. Like so, occasionally, if Bacchus gets in a mood or gets a little drunk, he just gets exceptionally black in dialect. It does happen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, I would ask you to elaborate on what that means, but I'm not trying to get us, you know, canceled. Baggage knows. Tony, you've heard it. It's just the vernacular. <laughs> it's all it really is. Uh, but football. Ooh, a lot of big stories this week. Like a lot of non-playing football stories going on. Yeah. Two games to talk about. Um, both heaters. Uh, Evan McPherson has the oh, fattest Evan dong of any kicker. McPherson. Um, <laughs> literally, dude, when he was lining up for, I think it was that first field goal of the game, I literally like, had to text you. Like, that man just had a fucking meat wagon. <laughs> fucking Pepperidge Farm <laughs> sausage just hanging in his pants. Oh, fucking Evan Jimmy Dean McPherson. You know, I'm not, like, out here trying to, like, ball games, but, like, that thing, it was just there. Yeah, and, like, the the angle they shoot kickers at, it like, the bottom half of your screen is field. And then their head is usually at, like, the very top of your screen. So, like, the middle of your screen just Evan is cock. Fat dick. <laughs> just fucking... <laughs> Package right in the middle of your screen. They knew what they were doing. They could literally just grab that thing, pull it between his legs, and let it rip and rip a fifty-yard field goal. Yeah. Uh, I watched the a Pat McAfee interview with him. McAfee, McAfee. Um, and Pat's got this ball on his desk. That's like he's got Adam Vinatieri's number on it. And like the Colts logo, and then it's got all of the records that Vinatieri held or holds. And one of them is uh, most field goals in a postseason, in a single postseason. And during this interview, this was after the divisional round, he's like, what's the, what's that one record on there? The the single season, uh, or the single postseason field goals record. And Pat like reads it to him, and he's like, okay, got it. And Pat's like, yo, slow down, young buck. You know, you know, he played a long time. All right, you got time to be breaking records and stuff. <laughs> He's like, I'm just looking at it. And sure enough, the next game, broke did it. They do be kicking field he's, goals. He's still got time for more in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I, that game, man, like, we were talking to each other. We did a little, little video call right there. Uh, as a half was winding down, I thought that shit was over. Like I was, I was getting I ready to turn it off. Like I didn't care anymore. I couldn't turn it off, just because the Bengals have been like a second half team for most of the year. Yeah, and so I had hope. Like I don't know, just really, 
when the Chiefs make that drive at the end of the half and they get down there and they get like nine seconds on the one, you know, they get the incompletion and then they're like, all right, we got time for one more and they don't make it. One terrible play call decision on that um, cost them the game. But when you watch the Chiefs go into the locker room after that, they just looked defeated dejected like they looked like they had just lost the game right there and that was when i knew i was like oh this is this is probably going to turn around in the second half yeah um wild game love seeing overtime games uh where it's not just you win the coin toss you win the game yeah that was pretty uh, neat patrick mahomes uh to no fault of his own threw a pick there yeah to old Brick Hands McGee. Yeah. <laughs> Literally hit the side of like an 1800s fire department. <laughs> Just bounced <laughs> 10 feet into a defender's hands. And then, yeah, they got the job done. Kick Fierson rolled out there and got it. Bengals in the Shooter. Super Bowl. That was like, out of like, that's just the most random team to get in this year. Dude, you foolishly did not listen to yourself. Because when they hit the, when they were like about to play in the wild card round, you were like, dude, I kind of want to put money on the Bengals. I'm like, dude, it's plus 1300. You you bet 100 bucks, you're going to win 1300. I know. And I you know. didn't I do talk, it. I talked about this not only with you, but also my family. I was like, oh man, these are some good odds. Yeah. And instead, I went with the Packers. Was, I'm, I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <clears throat> I I don't know. Hindsight, you seem retarded. But I think in the moment, that was the smart pick. <laughs> yeah. That it should have been obviously wrong. <laughs> this, this may be a recency bias. But, uh. Is this the greatest postseason in NFL history? Maybe. Just, I don't know. I th- I think every game, uh, you know, outside of the wild card round, has been really fun. Uh, I... They've all. So the wild card round was like shitty in the sense that dumb shit happened. Yeah. Like the whistle in the Bengals Raiders game. Uh, and the, the Cowboys, the great ball handling debacle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the ref was like, let me touch your balls, Dak. And Dak was like, no, <laughs> don't touch my balls. <laughs> Sir, get your hand off my balls. Uh, yeah. But after that, I don't know. Packers Niners was subpar. It was a snow game. Fly! <laughs> yeah. Snow games are ass. Yeah. Rams Bucks was good. Bengals fucking shit. Who'd they play? Why? Yeah, Titans. Titans. Yeah. yeah. Bengals Titans was good. Bills Chiefs was good. Bengals Chiefs was really good. Rams-Niners was absolutely hilarious. The way that game ended. Just the most idiotic thing. 
The most Carson Wentz-esque throw I've ever seen. Just violently being spun around. And he's like, uh, yeet. As fucking, as fucking Jimmy Johnson is like, Jimmy G may be the greatest quarterback to ever exist and play in the playoffs. There's a fucking I, pick. I will say this. He hit that running back in the hands. And the boy just didn't catch it. It's not all his fault. Like, the fact that he got that ball out, wildly impressive. Uh, what happened after that? Not very impressive. I'm but, still uh, a Jimmy G hater. Why? Yeah, obviously. I love Jimmy G. I don't know why. I think it's just because his name's funny. Garoppa Rapa Rapalo, dude. Garoppolo. Garoppa Papalo. <laughs> Is that uh, Greek? Italian? I think, I think I feel like it's Greek. Greek. Yeah. Yeah. It's got too many P's. Yeah, you don't you don't find that many P's in a name anywhere else. They corner the market on peas in Greece. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is probably the most excited I've been about a Super Bowl in, like, really? years and years. Just because, like, most of them are, like, you know, it's the Steelers or the Patriots. I think this is the only Super Bowl where I'd be happy with either team winning. Yeah, in my lifetime. Like, if the game ended in a tie in some weird way, I think I'd be all right with it. <laughs> yeah, if Joey B... Sorry, Joe. Joe Shiesty. Uh, and Matt Stafford could get rings. That'd be tight. But if it comes down to it, Matt Stafford can have it, I guess. Joey, it, it, it Joe is Burrow his time. time. He deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> he put up with the Lions he's, for so long. He, uh, he's shoveled so much shit for the last 12 years. Just, just let him have this one. You guys want to roll through who uh, who, who we got in this game? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I fucking can't pick, dude. It's not fair. All right, let me pick for you. Uh, Bengals are going to lose for two reasons. Those reasons are named Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Okay, hear me out. Uh, Jalen passes prime. The actual names of the reasons why they're going to lose. There's three of them. And it's Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and Leonard Floyd. Those are the reasons they're going to lose. I'll give you that. Facts. Facts. (laughs) You know, uh, however, the Bengals got by... Uh, they got lucky with the Chiefs in the AFC Championship because their defense is just so terrible. Uh, Aaron Donald is is going to do mean things to Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, offensive um, shit. Joe Burrow is going to have to point at dolls in a courtroom after this game. That's where he touched me. Mr. Burrow, you are pointing at the entire doll. 
Um, yeah, I know. In, in reality, I do think this game is going to be close, but I, I think the Rams are going to control it pretty much throughout, and I think they're going to win. I think I just I don't think you can count out the Bengals this season. You shouldn't. It'd be dumb to at this point. Yeah, <laughs> um, I agree with and that. And I will but... say, in the postseason, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was something like twenty-one and twenty-six. With like two or three tutters um, against the Blitz. Which, against the Rams, the not Blitz is the Blitz. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, but I do think if it comes down to it, and it's like one drive, the Bengals need points. The the defensive line, or the defensive front of the Rams is going to make the difference. Like it's just you're gonna need yeah. something to happen, and Joe Burrow's gonna have negative time to do anything. There, there's also the other side of the ball where um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people need to issue OBJ an apology, including myself. I thought he was worse than he is, uh, but this, this man has been a game changer for the Rams. Uh, he has been playing elite in the postseason. Uh, like, like I said, you know, maybe we shouldn't be living in 2015 OBJ land. It, we are. I guess. <clears throat> when I said all my pro OBJ talk, uh, after, you know, the, the trade first happened, uh, I was just kind of like, you know, playing devil's advocate. Uh, I, I, I honestly can't believe I was correct. That's my take on it. Uh, my take is it's a pretty common trend that Baker Mayfield holds back good wide receivers. Free Jarvis Landry. No. Uh, yeah, Baker Mayfield take. is just bad. Um. The take being uh, it's a relatively common thing that wide receivers that are a little bit older um, appear to be watched and then go to a team where they're not the number one, and then appear to be unwashed. Uh, and OBJ is far and away the number two on that team, at best. So I think that has I'm pretty a sure bit since showing up there, he's put up more stats than Cooper Cup. Yeah, but like that's the thing. That's like every. It's that. Yeah. Teams are planning. For Cooper Cup to get 15 targets a game, and then all Matt Stafford has to do is just not throw to him. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not tr- really trying to discredit OBJ. I just think he's benefiting from oh, being on a team is. that has another like number one wideout. When, when you got two good wide receivers, and you, you can't really plan for that, you can lock down one. You can double team one yeah. guy. You can't double team two guys. Correct. Um, yeah, but it's whatever. He's playing well. Happy to see it. I'm happy he's playing well because it helps the Rams more than anything, really. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm kind of tired of OBJ, and I don't really like him, but... Yeah, I don't like him. I don't like his personality, but... Yeah. A very neutral feelings on him. Yeah, but uh, back to this... Our picks for the Super Bowl... Uh, I'm going to flip this guitar pick 
if it lands with the little gator up. I'm going to pick oh, the dude, bangles. you got some Dunlop if it lands gators? On the other side. If it lands on the other side, I'm picking the Rams. Best two out of three, obviously. Okay, so that's Rams. That's Rams. Okay, I'm picking the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> that's a most useful thing my dad ever taught me. If you can't make a decision, flip a coin. And if you don't like the outcome, you should have picked the other thing. Someone picked the Bengals on this podcast, so I am picking the Rams. Uh, I was going to pick the Bengals if no one else did, but I didn't believe it in my heart. I'm always the guy. You know? Mac is the contrarian. I believe it in my heart, not in my head. <laughs> believe it in my heart, not in my Dude, head. Dude, someone has to pick them. Yeah, uh, I'm going to dedicate that pick to uh, my boy, Benjamin motherfucking niece. Uh, been out here... Drinking away his sorrows, watching the Bengals lose his entire fucking life, and now he finally gets to see a, a skosh of happiness. Happy for him. As a Cowboys fan, lifelong Cowboys fan, it must be nice. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it must be nice. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> I just uh, involuntarily. Referenced Hamilton. I know you did. I was gonna say something, <laughs> but uh, I, I decided to just stay away from that. <laughs> that was completely like it threw me off. I was like, did, did Travis just do that? <laughs> I, like I thought you might have done it on accident. I d- for sure did because I was like, "What's the next line of that song?" And I was like, "To have Washington on your side." That's a Hamilton song. <laughs> just. Quick, quick sidebar uh, about Hamilton. Uh, I ran, banger of a musical. Uh, I went and uh, tried to rewatch it for like a second time, and I was like, "No, I was like pretty drunk the first time I watched this, and I thought it was good. Couldn't stand it the second time. Oh, well, got like well. got like thirty minutes in, and I was like, it's I don't the- need to watch a black guy.'" Uh, I think I think Lynn spit Manuel rhymes about the Constitution Miranda might be might be black. I'm probably wrong. If so, I apologize, to man. Oh shit! I apologize, Lynn. Uh, yeah, I don't need to see him imitate a president. And then rap. Alexander Hamilton wasn't him. a president. Becky, stop making yourself you dumb, look dumb, bitch. Shouts out to the North, you, the North Carolina education system. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 51st in the United States. <laughs> behind Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, no, he super wasn't. Edwin Bush shot him. Yeah, to death. It's, it's in the play. No, I do, I, I do remember that. I, that is the one thing I remember from junior year history class. You remember the peanut butter commercial? The what? No. Uh, it was like a mid-2000s commercial <laughs> for GIF. And, like, it's, like, this dude, and he's got this whole room dedicated to Alexander Hamilton memorabilia. He has, like, the pistols, the fucking musket ball that killed Alexander Hamilton, and there's this radio show. And they're like, you could win $10,000 if you can tell us who shot Alexander Hamilton. And he, like, calls in, but he's eating a peanut butter sandwich. Oh, I remember this. And it's too (laughs) sticky. And he can't say, so he's like, Are you sure that oh, wasn't no, it was a, a fever dream? Commercial. 
No, it's a got no, milk no, commercial. No, I remember this. It's a real commercial. It happened. I don't it remember that did. at all. I mean, it was just one commercial <laughs> in your whole life. There's not a high chance that you've seen it. <laughs> no, dude. I've seen every commercial ever made, dude. Are you doubting how much TV I watch? Yo, no, we're, I... we're fancy like Applebee's. Shut the absolute <laughs> fuck up. Wait, hold on. You guys talk and I'll scream that into my microphone. Oh, yeah, and we'll just keep going like it's not happening. <laughs> We'll just talk louder over it. I love, I think it was Jim Nance, or maybe it was somebody else, I don't know. But one of the guys was talking, and he was like, I didn't hear a single word you said. Let's go to commercial. <laughs> CBS AFC Championship broadcast, this podcast, exact same audio quality. Let's fucking go. We're professional now, yeah. boys. Moving on up in the world. Speaking of professionals, Brian Flores, Hellfire and Brimstone. Oh, Day yeah, one of Black uh, History Month. He said, I'm coming out swinging. Gates. <laughs> um, I mean, we haven't seen, I guess, all the details from it yet, but pretty much right now, it's he gets a text from Bill Belichick being like, hey, man, congrats on the Giants job. And he's like, the mm-hmm. fuck are you talking about? I haven't interviewed yet. And he was like, dude, I heard you got it. What are you, what are you talking about? He's like, you know who you're texting right now? And then, uh... Yeah, he said, I heard you're their guy. And he was like, what Brian are you talking to? And Bill was like, fuck! And he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> shit. I really should have learned how to use Brian. this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Brian the bull. Uh, yeah, so, like, that... It, like, kind of seemed like it was gonna be a thing. Oh, but I think Bill Belichick is just 70. Like, I, I like so to think that Bill he Belichick sent this only three has days before Brian first Flores names in his phone and just hopes he gets yeah. the right one every time. Exactly. Also, uh, Brian Flores just has Bill Belichick as Bill in his phone. Yeah. <laughs> Bill. I was kind of hoping it would be like Billy B or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or William. Yeah. Some disrespectful ass shit. Dude, I like when uh Brian Flores texted me and he was like, What are you talking about? And uh Belichick texted back Giants with like fifteen question marks and exclamation points. <laughs> like the I just Giants? can't see Bill Belichick. Literally texting, texting like a seven year old man. He put more yeah, emotion so in I that thought text that was than like... he does when he talks. Yeah. I thought that was like a thing, but I guess the point of it was just to be like Long before Flores ever showed up, the Giants had their minds made up. The point was, up. yeah, that they were interviewing him because they had to. Because it was part of the rules. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, like, it's shitty. Right, because what it really seems like at the end of the day is, I think it was the Broncos and the Giants were the organizations in question. Yeah. Um, and the Dolphins for something else. Obviously. Well, yeah, for something else. But for the specifically for the interview thing. And it was like, the Broncos had their guy. They wanted to hire Hackett, who's a white guy. The Giants had their guy, Brian DeBull, who's a white guy. And because of the Rooney rule, they have to interview a black guy. Now, yeah, granted, so by the rule, they I think they, the point... They decide they 
are just going with a guy. They now have to waste two people's time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think the the point of the rule, you know, it's a has some good intentions behind it, being like, hundred percent, Brian DeBull's our guy, and then they interview Eric Bietemi and Brian Flores, and they're like, oh shit, Eric Bietemi's a better fit. So I, I think the point is to like, you know, potentially. An interview could go so well that it could dissuade an organization from having their mind made up, um, specifically in favor of a black coach. But really, what it seems like it does is it wastes the time of black coaches. Yeah. And creates situations like this where, like, people feel like they're getting slighted and people feel like they're having their time wasted because they are. Um, so, shady. I don't know. I think one of the, the bigger things coming out of this is when he's talking 100%. about uh, the Dolphins owner offering in the tanking for two a year, $100,000 per loss. And listen, mm-hmm. I understand that specifically owners want tanks and they do tank, but you can't tank out loud. You can't pay to tank. You got to do it just by being bad. Yeah. Um, Like, you can go to bed every Sunday when your team loses as an owner with a smile on your face when you're trying to tank, but that's it. That is the most out loud you can be about it. You can't tell coaches, you can't tell players that they got to tank. Like, that gets into the point where it's like, you're... Messing up the integrity of the game, and you gotta forfeit your team. So speaking on that, uh, around the same time this was happening, uh, Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, had started uh, investing into a sports gambling startup. Uh, which, in in my uh, honest opinion, if you are telling your coach to tank and you're willing to pay him for it, and then you start getting into sports gambling. It kind of seems like, you know, maybe you're trying to get some money out of placing bets on your team to lose. I think, you know, you should get the Pete Rose uh, treatment. Pete Rose bet on himself to win and got a lifetime ban from baseball. Yeah. Yeah, it's completely different. Pete Rose is an American hero. (laughs) I I agree with that. Look, Look, I... uh, had had the had Pete Rose not got a lifetime ban from baseball, I'd be indifferent to this news. But because Pete Rose did get a lifetime ban from baseball, uh, I think it you know the punishment should be the same. That's that's just uh, my view of it. I disagree strongly because of the main reason being the MLB issues extremely harsh punishments. In some cases, I, I will agree with and that one hundred percent. Turns around and issues extremely lax punishments in other situations. They are very inconsistent. The NFL is very consistent in very leniently punishing people. Yeah, that's so that's true. Uh, I think Stephen 
Ross should have to sell the team. Um, but like, no, nah, I, I think he should forfeit it. Eh. The NFL puts it up for the auction. That's like a bit much. <laughs> I don't know. It it kind of seems like uh, people aren't running with that with that last thing I said uh, about the you know the sports gambling thing. But what they are running with uh, uh, that's broken like this afternoon. Uh, Hugh Jackson, the uh, head coach of the Browns from 2016 to 2018, uh, also apparently uh, saying that the same thing happened to him, and the Browns were paying him in the 2016-17 season uh, extra to lose games, uh, but. He reported this to the NFL, specifically Roger Goodell, uh, and Roger Goodell uh, said this is bad for you know the NFL, so they gave him a little bit of hush money, he signed a gagging order, and he wasn't supposed to talk about this. That and gagging order expired this year. If this can be proven true, <laughs> goodbye, Goodell. Uh, we finally yeah, have a yeah, reason. That's yeah, what I'm hoping we for. finally have a fucking reason. <clears throat> um... Yeah, um. uh, the the Browns are of course saying this is you know that's not true. This is total bullshit. Uh, but and that's fine. Yeah. So what should happen? S- Stephen Ross should be out, and if that Hugh Jackson thing is true, Goodell's going to be out. More well, he should be. Yeah. More likely, people. Reporters, when I say people, I mean reporters, um, are going to run with the Hugh Jackson thing because it's racially charged and that gets more clicks uh, Yeah, uh, in this current day and age. So, so I, I think that that means that they're going to find proof for that shit and then... That could lead to Goodell being gone, which would be cool. So, but I think this, I think Stephen Ross is going to get off. You know, probably until the the only people that are going to hold Stephen Ross accountable are the other owners and the commissioner. Well, I think I don't know. It kind of seems like the way the NFL works. If all the owners are in agreement on something, and like if Stephen Ross does this, it's probably a thing that everyone else is also doing so if they're all in agreement on something roger goodell doesn't kind of seem to have a whole lot of power uh in certain instances and i kind of think that's what's going to happen with stephen ross uh i do think the hugh jackson thing is going to do one of two things if brian flores is the only black coach that's running with this it's brian flores against you know the entire nfl uh administration and it's very easy to discredit one person. Now that a second person's, uh, you know, come into this, more people are likely to come into this, and it strengthens the case. Uh, so we yeah. might see we might see Roger Goodell, uh, you know, resign pretty soon, uh, preemptively before like the ball really gets rolling, mm. uh, just to kind of head this off. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. This, I mean, everything's yeah, still very say, early, based off. What he's done in the past, yeah. it seems like the dude will try and take NFL commissioner to his grave with him. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Another uh, thing. Uh, I think we're just going to have to wait on really more details to come out and all of this before you know, we can jump to every conclusion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have one more speculation that I think is pretty accurate just based on how uh, race things end up going. The Broncos are currently for sale. Uh, there are no black owners of any NFL teams. I think we're going to get a black owner shoehorned into the Broncos. Uh, Michael Jordan. What NFL team does he have? He doesn't. Oh. No, he's oh, saying, I'm saying he might fucking buy okay. that shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I, I don't know about yeah, I think- that. Uh, I think Peyton Manning and John Elway are pretty much running away with buying that team. I thought John Elway just sold it. No, he's he's the, the, he's right? the GM. Okay. Yeah, he's like the president of football operations and the GM, I think. Like he runs that team. Yeah. I don't know yeah. who the owner is, but oh, they don't have an owner right now. Oh. The same answer is every other team. Some rich white guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Interested to see how it all unfolds. Yeah. I think, uh, like most controversies in the NFL, it's going to be in the spotlight for two weeks. And then they're going to come up with some bullshit resolution. Well, I mean, you look at then... the stuff fucking Dan Snyder's gotten away with in Washington. <laughs> and you really think this is going to shake the league up too much? Actively getting away with. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's going to be a stink about it. For a couple weeks, and then they're going to come up with a bullshit resolution. People are going to be mad about that for a week. And by March, nobody's going to be talking about it. Oh, yeah, um, I mean, uh, that's likely, unless some bombshell yeah. news story comes out. Something that unless you it cannot keeps ignore. keeps happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if shit keeps coming up, eh, maybe. But you can't ignore the Dan Schneider shit. They but have, they are. They, <laughs> they, yeah, they, they've been they doing do. it for years. <laughs> oh, yeah. all right. So don't segue into our next topic: the Washington Commanders. I want to. I want to go on a little, a little tirade about why picked. I hate this team. All right. There's only so many teams who have three syllables in their name because it doesn't roll off the tongue naturally. But all of those teams have a natural way to say it shorter. You got the Buccaneers, the Bucks. Sounds right. So you talk about them. The Patriots, the Pats. Yep, that's how we all refer to them. The 49ers, the Niners. Easy, quick, simple. What the fuck am I calling the Commanders? The Coms? The Commies? The Durs. The, the Nanders? The Washington Commies. The Mandos. You trying to catch the Nanders game col- this weekend? <laughs> like it's the Washington it's Commies, stupid. dude. Their colors are red and yellow. <laughs> it's stupid. It's the Washington Commies, dude. Hammer and sickle. <laughs> Honestly, dude, like if if the fan base embraces that one, that would be kind of sick. They <laughs> just show up with fucking government's capital. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> they just show up with fucking hammer and sickle Soviet flags. Flag. Bro, they will, they will disband the team before that shit happens. No, dude, think about it. The Red Army fucking fan section. Right? I would think this is hilarious. That I, shit would be sick. 
I wouldn't consider buying a jersey. I don't know why I was about to fucking say that shit. Yeah, no, you that shit. No, yeah, like they're buying all their names, but not that. Now that you bring that up, like all their names were like that. Like I was thinking they were gonna go admirals, right? Because like the naval academy is close. Like this whole area of the country uh, is like a big navy spot. Mm-hmm. So I figured they were gonna go admirals, which is an easier to say name, I guess, than commanders. The Washington ads. Yeah, but, like, it also has the same thing. Where, like, you can't abbreviate it quickly. But even at that, admirals. Two syllables. Yeah. Two's your max. It's all about the syllables. Is it two syllables? Okay. In, In, you know, common tongue, you know, you say admirals. It comes out as two. That's why Admirals. it flows better. Yeah. yeah you don't, there, you don't, there's not a doors in there. <laughs> yeah. You don't say admirals. Yeah, yeah. No one, no one, no one talks like shit. that. Yeah. It's, it's all about That's how fair. it flows. Yeah, I like I I like the admirals thing. I was like, that that works. Uh, I, I I will say one thing in their defense. Uh, th- today has made me realize... Uh, really, yesterday when it got leaked, shout out to that dude in the fucking helicopter with the camera just zooming into <laughs> yeah. the window. I got him, boys. It just ruined the whole shit. <laughs> Caught uh, in 4K. The day before. Uh, it, dude, um, it is, it, it, it seems really hard to just fucking pick a good name and make good uniforms that don't look like jokes. Dude, I feel like they it's have not. To, they have it's to not. change the shit. They had to Yeah, they, they really years. didn't have to change it. They had two fucking years to come up with a good name. They could have, they could have, if they wanted to pick this name, they could have picked it within five minutes. I would have been, uh, it didn't need a, two I, I would have been happier if they rolled out and they were just like, we're just going to be the Washington football team. Yep. Yeah. You know, just pull like the fucking Europe method. Cause you know, it's a little unique. We're used to it by now. Or maybe they could have been like, did like what the Seminoles did, where like they just used the tribe name, and they like if you're Seminole, you go to Florida State for free. A full-blooded Seminole boy, man, child, whatever, is the one that is their mascot. The dude that rides out on the horse in like actual Seminole dress, like they do everything very respectfully. They could have just done that. Right, they could have just came back out and been like, "We are going to be the Washington." I think whatever. they were pretty. I don't know what Native American tribe figure. that, but like, you could have anything. They could have named the team also anything. They did, had. Did two you guys years watch their announcement video for the name? No, I don't care about the fucking commanders that much. I don't care about the commanders, dude. It's cringy. I, it, it just it, so. I think I'm following the Nanders on a daily basis. That had to change their name because it was a slur. They say it like ten times in the video. I was just watching. It was like, yo, this is a joke. There's no, there's no way anyone fucking greenlit this shit. There's no way they just say the slur. But they do. It is real. It, it's wild. Listen, man. Yeah, it happens. Hail to the Nanders. <laughs> I like that. That's their nickname, dude. They're the Nanders. The Nanders. It, it sounds like the Rugrats saying banana. 
Nanners. Also, Red Wolves was on the table. Fuck, that was dude, fine. That's such a- red Tails were. Red Hawks. There was a bunch of those, and those all were. Red Tails was good, because then they could just be the Tails. It's not exciting, but, like, it's it's something. It's a... It's a- it's a name. It's a you know? name. I mean, yeah, like, exactly. It's a name. <laughs> Granted, outside of the Seattle Kraken, uh, I don't think I've ever heard of a a new team being made or a name switch where I've been excited in my yeah. lifetime. Hear me out, though. Seattle Kraken hit on the name. Biggest miss I've ever seen on a logo. Oh, whiff! Yeah, just an S. Logo. It's just an S. Dude. It's the S we drew in middle school. No less. I mean. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to the guy who made it kind of look like a Kraken because every other option for that S because they were going to stick with it, trash. Could have just actually been like an octopus, you know? <laughs> but uh, rolling into having maybe 15 to 10 minutes left on this, uh, our other big story from the week Tom Brady. He's gone. He's done. Calling it a career. Rip the goat. He was pissed that Schefter took away his announcement. Almost yeah, so I, I think would be he too. considered not doing it. I, I really thought he was going to come back for another season out of just pure pettiness. And I was so ready for it. Well, think about it, dude. You spend 22 years of your life, and the one thing you've got left... Is your retirement. Especially because it's and like... And you want to go out on your terms. Especially because it's like, you know, he's the guy who's like playing in this old age. It's like he'll never retire and all this. Like, yeah. his retirement announcement was always supposed to be something special. Something big, you know. And it got like... Sources say... fucked him. Uh, Tom Brady's retiring. See ya. Yeah, fuck Adam Schefter. But, like, uh, I feel yeah. like out of respect, yeah, you, you, let you gotta, him like, clear move. that. You gotta, he didn't even confirm with him. He just, my sources. Yeah. I it's really like, wanted him to come I back. Get it. Because... I get that we're in a day of media where, you know, Ricky Bobby and out here, if news. you ain't first, you're last. Uh, they were yeah. trying to get on top of the story, but, like, this one, just, just let him do it. Yeah, just, let that one ride. You know, Great career. Hated the guy for most of his career, but I, you know, it's something you got to respect. Well, he though. got seven rings. You know, it's like uh, it's like when your grandparents tell you, like, "Oh, I saw Mickey Mantle play." You know, it's that. It's that we saw Brady. Yeah, like my we granddad did see Brady. Yeah, we did. All three of us. That was a good game in my Washington. Fucking... <laughs> yeah. Hail to the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like my granddad watched fucking Alabama football when Bear Bryant coached there. Like, it's just like shit that goes down in history. Mm-hmm. And we were there for a little bit of it. It was pretty cool. That brings me to something I wanted to talk about, though. Uh, to close out the podcast. Most goaded goat. The goat of goats. Who is I, it? This is a hard question to answer. because. So, uh, I will preface this with, um, currently, I would say, most popular opinion across the four major sports 
It's Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, the Babe, and Wayne Gretzky. Okay, so I agree with you. This is a baseball podcast, so I won't touch on it too much, but that one's up in the air. Um, well, make your, make your arguments. Like, there's just you got three minutes. There's baseball was way more popular in the U.S. for so long, and it has so many distinct eras, right? Like, yes, uh, the Babe was v- very great in his time, his generation. He wouldn't do that today, but we'll we'll factor out that. Like, we'll say against your competition. There's still players that, like, honestly, if you were to ask me who it is right now, I I would say Mike Trout is the best player to have ever played. Is he the best compared to his competition? Probably not. And so that's where this question starts getting a little, you know, technical on how you want to define things. I will say... In defense of Babe Ruth as the GOAT, um, he does, since they, obviously it's like retroactive, they invented the stat, war, wins above replacement after he retired, Mm -hmm. but um, he is the all-time leader in wins above replacement. Well, that's because the replacement was Jim on 32nd Street. That's where baseball was at the time. In the offseason, they went back to their construction jobs. Right, but so it's calculating. It's calculated using the average player at the time. Okay. So he was that much better than average. That he was more better than average than anyone in the history of baseball. But that also you got to factor in the only person who has a chance to touch him is somebody like Shohei, who pitches and hits. We're pretty early on that. Um, No, I'm just saying, like, has a chance. Um, Bonds was pretty fucking spectacular. Um, Juiced. Don't care. In an Uh, era where everyone was. Okay, like I said, this is a baseball podcast. I want to get back to your original. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't want to, I don't want to, we we got seven minutes left. Um, Yeah. So... This question is hard to answer because every sport is so uniquely different. The best player in an arena, field, or whatever, where there's five players on each team, is going to have a bigger impact than the best player on the field where there's 11 people on the field. And so, you know, that kind of changes things on how you want to look at it. Uh, we're talking go to goats and the way they dominated while they were playing, their overall career stats, their season single season records. You give it to Gretzky. Yeah. Gretzky. That's that's who I pick. He's just Gretzky. Dude, that's Gretzky. about uh, every record ever. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it's he holds the NHL record for most NHL records. He has like 60-something of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Wayne Gretzky never scored a goal in the, in his entire career, he would be the all-time leader in points. So in hockey, a point is an assist or a goal. You get a point for both. 
um, and then goals and assists are recorded separately from that. But if he never scored a goal, he would be the all-time leader in points. Like, that's how prolific he was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just wild. That he was so good. But, he was also in the 80s. It was easier to score. Scoring was a thing. They had enforcers. They don't have enforcers anymore. It's kind of frowned upon. Um, and enforcers, for the most part, kept the star players healthy. Like, Sidney Crosby has been injured. I I don't think there's an argument that you can make that Sidney Crosby isn't the greatest player on ice right now. Right? Like, there's people who have more He's impressive aging stats. aging a bit. Um, yeah. Well, he has I'm the greatest saying, like, legacy of any player playing right now. Yeah. And if you take away... All the time he spent injured, it gets crazier. Um, but broke a lot my of heart those injuries wouldn't have happened, dude. huh? He broke my heart in 2010. <laughs> Why? You don't remember that, dude? The gold medal game, U.S. versus Canada. You got Uh-oh. the overtime goal. Oh yeah, that was Jonathan Tays. Um, and Sidney Crosby. But, I agree. I find it odd that we're all in agreement. also would like to make a random argument as a person who really doesn't watch that much basketball. Um, LeBron James is about one and a half seasons away if he keeps his average pace um, from being the all-time leading point scorer and passing up uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, and so that's another thing. So if that uh, happens, so that, that's another thing when we're talking about goat goats, right, is how undisputed <coughs> are you as your goat? Yeah. Jordan, yeah. as great as he was, there is Heavily a disputed. lot of arguments to say that LeBron could be it. Yeah, um, which I think so earlier, me and Baggs talked about this a little bit, and I said, of the four, Tom's at the bottom. Yeah. But using that argument, which I do agree with, Gretzky and Tom stand alone. They do. I think Gretzky nah, more so. There's a lot of yeah, there's more still so. a lot of Brady haters who won't crown him, but it's it's yeah. the truth. The only argument you could ever have against I don't Gretzky. Think he's- as separated from the next whoever as Gretzky is. But I it's yeah. still undisputed that Tom's the GOAT. Also, we got two minutes yeah. left. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Beck is hot take. Sorry, we didn't leave you very much time. Oh, no, dude. Like, it, it's Gretzky. Uh, I will <laughs> say, however, I do believe, even with that argument about LeBron James and, you know, Michael Jordan and, like, not being the undisputed... In your sport, I do think Tom Brady is not as goaded as Michael Jordan is. That's but that's, that is also just bias because... A white boy busting it down sexual style, and you're going to say he's not goaded with, with the, the sauce? sauce? <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, got under Tom Brady's just now. not, like, freakishly... Um, 
He's just he's not a freak. He's not like a freak of nature, right? Yeah. He's just a guy that consistently did enough to keep winning over and over again. I just think it's a lot easier to at the quarterback position be really good than it is at like these other sports where you have to be a great athlete cuz Tom Brady isn't your greatest stereotype. All right, we don't have time to get into this. Uh, This has been DJ's Win Championships. I love you. Signing Signing off. off. (laughs) Go to with the sauce.